This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. We're in a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Where I will be standing out in the leaning into the wind, even though there's no wind and rain. I'm going to stand out in the parking lot with the microphone and I'm going to lean into it. Uh, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. I don't know. Oh, it's tough. There's, there's no news coverage in the world except for the hurricane. The National Football League. One possible general manager. Brainstorms. Lots of kneeling yesterday in the NFL. Yeah. Oh, was there? Yeah. No, I, didn't even I read about that in the the news section about the football. Mm. I am, um, you know, I've been complaining about this for years. I would really like some data to back me up because I believe I'm right. Face the nation. ABC this week. Meet the press. All your big news stories yesterday. Last news, month again. All your big news shows yesterday. Went 100% hurricane. 100%. Not half, not most. Correct. 100%. I do not believe, until somebody shows me the data, that you that they got better ratings with that than they normally get. I don't believe it for a second. I it's don't believe it. the lemmings of the media. It's just everybody feels like they have to, so they do. There's and no everybody way. does the same thing. There's no way more people watched that for a whole hour than would have watched if they had some of the newsmakers on. Right. I just don't believe it. Right. Hey, I just had a brilliant idea about the NFL guys kneeling. Because, you know, I've said I don't want politics in my football show. I just want to enjoy the football show. I don't want divisive, angry politics. You going to do that? We've got to recruit a guy. I know a couple of guys who know a couple of guys in the NFL. Have one guy, I don't know, stand on one foot or kneel or stand on, make some big show of standing up against domestic violence. Ooh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. How about that? Oh, 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 oh. And so he's doing his domestic violence. He's standing up like a stork against domestic violence or something. <laughs> and you know there's like two, three guys on the team are going to say two or three <laughs> or more, depending on the squad. We're going to think, wait a minute, that's directed at me. And then they're going to get into it, and then there are going to be fights during the National Anthem. And that I would watch. <laughs> oh, yeah, Cleveland, I like what they did. Some of the players came out with the, with the police arm in arm. Mm. Kind of a thing. There you go. We can't be uh, at Building each other's community. Yeah, something. Exactly. Or something. Uh, one thing we're going to do today. Study the world! Study the world! Hey, let's study the world. Go ahead, study it. Study the world. You know, that whole that whole thing re, uh, originated with a tweet from the president way back early in his presidency where, where he right. just pre- he just tweeted in all caps with exclamation points, well, he, study the world! <laughs> well, he was, he was upbraiding somebody for criticizing him. Uh, I don't know what he was talking study about. Study the world! Uh, let's kick off the show by introducing everybody. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping doggles, and he, now and then he pulls a lever. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. I kind of went to a little bit of a football gathering yesterday, and uh, unfortunately, the games that I you know, was flipping to, on one game, a team scored three points, another team scored zero on another game, and then it was another three-point game on the other one. So oh, I chose, Yeah, I chose the wrong games. We there. need to talk about the ratings. So the Thursday night opener with a great... Uh, lineup, Patriots Chiefs yeah. down twelve percent from last year, which was down eighteen percent from the year oh, before. Is that, that right? Yeah. Well, yeah. The and, NFL is NASCAR, and it not because of the election. 
mm-hmm. or a number of the other things they were blaming it on. This time they're claiming hurricanes, so we'll see. But uh, I, I'll, I can't wait till the ratings come out for uh, for Sunday. But yeah, they were really rattled by the year to year opening game. Uh, Brady's about as good as you can get as a draw. Another double digit drop. And what is it? Is it the, the election? <laughs> Well, that's what they blamed the uh, yeah. the ratings on, <laughs> which which we didn't buy at the time. Hey, uh, football fans, I'm speaking to you here. How often have you not watched your favorite game, your favorite team, because there's an election in a couple of months? How true does that ring to you? Yeah. Police. Uh, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, not good. Not good. This week off to a bad start. The uh, spilled coffee on my jeans and my shoes. Which yeah, means I'm going to be smelling like coffee until I can get home and change, I assume. Uh, it's, and I, a, it's a nice aroma. For someone who likes coffee, yes. For me, <laughs> who makes me want to puke, no. Oh, oh, really? I do not like the smell of coffee. I do interesting. Not, yeah. It, uh, That's interesting. I've liked the smell of coffee since I was a child. Yeah, was it a dark roast or something good mm-hmm. like that? or uh, <laughs> it, it, it was something imported and fancy. Uh, a request for Jack. Please don't say smell. Say aroma. I enjoy the Aroma of coffee. I, I doubt it's that. It's not smell. I doubt that I'm going to say it's that. Aroma. Um, so you consider this a bad omen? It's 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 not the way I wanted the week to start. That's for sure. <laughs> well, hopefully it gets better from there. There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm amazed. That really dovetails into what I was uh, going to tell you guys uh, about. I had a a nice quiet weekend going until Sunday's sudden spaghetti fiasco when I wound up dumping a whole bowlful. Of spaghetti, sauce, sausages, noodles, all over my white carpet. Oh, boy. Oof. Oh, boy. A whole bowl of spaghetti on white carpet. uh, Now I feel better. That's a rough one. That was last night right before 60 Minutes. So I'm sitting there or or down on my hands and knees watching Steve Bannon and Charlie Rose go head-to-head while I was frantically scooping, cleaning, and cursing. Not a great way to end the day or begin the week, Positive Sean. We have some good clips from the Bannon Charlie Rose yep. thing that uh, that didn't air last week. A lot of it had aired. I was amazed at how much of that thing had aired already. <clears throat> but there's some good stuff that didn't. Well, Marshall, how long are you... Uh, yeah, I can't wait to watch the... Uh, what do they call it? 60 Minutes Overtime? Yeah, I didn't get to it last night. There was, a, there was a headline out of that. I don't know why they didn't put it on the broadcast. Interesting. I'll stay tuned. Now, Marshall, you, uh, you've had that carpet for a while, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, I, I was going to accuse you of not heeding my advice, which, uh, you know, someday your kids will move out, your big black dog will die, and you'll say to yourself, sure, we could get white carpet. <laughs> Ignore this impulse. It is a mistake. I don't care who you are. You're a 90-year-old who lives alone and always wears surgical garb. You do not want a white carpet. Or anywhere close to it. Go with dirt brown. This is the color God intended for carpet to be. That's why it's in every rental unit in America. Yeah, we have we have rental gray. Like it's oh, uh, there you go. Like it's the carpet in front of a I don't know a place where you uh, you, you rent cars or something like right. that. It just it's just designed for mishaps. Well, if your carpet can't get so dirty, right. it's an EPA Superfund site. <laughs> without you noticing it, your carpet's the wrong color. I got to tell you guys, my uh, white carpet is heading very quickly toward rental gray just on its own through natural processes we endorse a great carpet cleaner so i don't know what i'm waiting for i think at this point it's now just to see how bad it can get i should take video of my carpet it would be it would be a hit except no i'm afraid the county would come take my kids away you cannot believe what our carpet looks like 
I mean, it just it looks like we slaughter sheep in there. <laughs> wow. Like wow. it's the killing floor of, wow. of don't a rendering place. Don't you have goats running around inside oh, yeah. your house? Goats and dogs and cats okay. and kids. Uh, Indoor goats. Uh, Call I'm, zero res in this wherever you reside. Mm-hmm. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It's Monday, September 11th, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin the show now. Officially, according to FCC rules and regs, here we go. No time to waste at Mark. Last month, a demonstration of neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and the KKK in Charlottesville, Virginia, turned violent and a counter-protester was killed. The president said there was shared blame with, quote, very fine people on both sides. Were there? Tell me yes or no and explain. I think that the white supremacist issue, it was very obvious that it was a terrorist attack. And I think that President Donald Trump should have made a statement earlier addressing the fact and making sure all Americans feel safe in this country. Oh, God. (laughs) And for what contest was that, Was that some sort of hot chick uh, contest? Yes, it was. That was uh, one Miss Texas. Oh, yeah. But what are they trying to be, Miss America? Yes. God, you wow. So you're asking the 18-year-old bikini model... The president should have handed Charlottesville a state one that had never won it before. <laughs> just, uh, just out of curiosity, any uh, gals there in their bathing suits and a pair of boots and cowboy hat? <laughs> just, uh, just asking. Because <laughs> I'd kind of like that. Oh boy, uh, kinda. What are other headlines, Marshall? Well, debt ceiling and disaster relief—a deal prompting talk of a new Washington shaped by one President Trump. Get ready, my friends, for iPhone X, and people living in one city have discovered the keys to a long life. Coming up, 635, Armstrong and Getty. Keys to a long life. Well, that should be our headline. Uh, how's mailbag look? Do they give Oscars for mailbag? Uh, no, but if they did... We wouldn't win it. Oh. Not a chance. <laughs> gotcha. You <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. It's good. It's a leap forward in technology. That will relieve the pain of dealing with bureaucracy. Actually, a pretty nice life hack. Oh, that's now that's handy. All right. A lot of good stuff to catch you up on coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. So is the most basic new iPhone going to be a 1000 bucks? That's, uh, I don't know. That's my understanding. I haven't heard anything other than that. That's quite a leap, because I think I, I paid... I claim knowledge. I think I paid seven fifty for my last one, but that was with the biggest memory that you could get. Right. So if it's a thousand bucks, it might be twelve hundred dollars for the big memory one. Holy cow, that's an expensive phone to carry around. Woo! It's a laptop. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a lap. Well, I guess it is on top of your lap, even if it's in your pocket. It's really a butt top for most people, isn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to start calling it. That's not at all seeking attention by calling it that, is it? <laughs> Pathetically trying to engage people. I uh, see you got your butt top out. What oh, do you mean butt what? top? Your your butt top. That's what I call it. That's because where you put... Hmm. <laughs> I already hate me. <laughs> That's a tiring person right there. Oh, oh boy. Mailbag. <laughs> Here's a tiring feature. <laughs> First, uh, let's do the Monday Weekly Shower Thoughts as compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. Thanks, Rich. How's it going? Oh, 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 oh boy. He First, Rich suggests... Aren't for our next panel discussion? Everyone who's ever worked on the show... Oh, wow. You know what, Rich? <laughs> Can we go clear back to the girl that had the clown lips? Oh, the frog lips. She was fourth generation Napa. That's or was it right. third generation? Whatever it was, oh, she reminded God. you of it every time they talked. Oh, my heart seethes with hate every time I picture. <laughs> mm. 
Oh, boy. Yeah, that would be something. You would need, uh, there would need to be quite a few, like, renditions. Like the CIA snatches a guy up the streets of Karachi and whisks him off to a black site. You would need to do that to get some of these people to show up. And then a, a shotgun leveled at me to get me to participate. I'll let Jack speak for himself. Now, some of the people I'd love to hang out with and chat and have some laughs. Oh, sure. Some, not so much. Scott and Vince could be here. Jamie. Jamie, absolutely. Oh, I'd love to see Jamie. And so ends the list. Um, (laughs) Wow. Wow, that was short. Mostly. I'd have to think about it. I'm sure there are some other people from the hazy past. Uh, Christy, I would be amused to see what she's up to. How about original weightlifting, Sean? (sighs) Interesting dude. Good dude. Have him in. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. What about Maynard? Do you remember him? Oh, yeah, Maynard. Maynard. He was an intern. He was an intern, but he was really unique. He he was. He was a good dude, as I recall. I remember liking him, but that was a long time ago. How about our first phone screener who had sleep the whole show? Oh, Sue, right? Susan. She was very nice. Shout out. Hope she's doing well. She gets some rest. It's hard to be mean (laughs) when you're asleep. (laughs) Well, yeah. The phone would be ringing and ringing. I'd look over there. She's (laughs) (laughs) Sleeping it off. What are you going to do? All right, here are your weekly shower thoughts. As far as we know, the Earth holds the entire universe's supply of chocolate. Could be. Who knows? They got some other bean they grind up and make uh, you know, candy bars out of on some other uh, planet. Uh, I like this one. Having one side of the family meet the other is like doing a crossover episode between TV shows. Oh, yeah. That's true. It's mildly uncomfortable. It kind of works, but... In the end, you think, yeah, I'm not sure that was worth it. <laughs> I've been alive for, t- for, well, how long have you been alive? Fill in the blank. Why don't we just go with a 50-year-old for this? I've been alive for 50 years, and I've never seen a commercial for a Chinese restaurant. Wow. Yet we, uh, I ate one over the weekend. Are I'm we, not sure I have. We got takeout for one. They just exist, and people are uh, drawn toward them, I right, guess. Right, right. Hey, there's a new Chinese place on 5th. Great, you go. China. That's right, sir. That's right. It's their cuisine we're discussing. You guess what I had from this from the Chinese restaurant? <laughs> Good lord, sweet and sour pork. And it was delicious. Oh boy. With the rise of self-driving vehicles these days, it's only a matter of time before there's a country song where the guy's truck leaves him. <laughs> oh, that's good. That is funny. That is strong. And uh finally this for everyone who's enduring Hurricane Irma. Or the other one that everybody's already forgotten about. Harvey. Harvey. People who buy 17 cases of water for the hurricane probably sit around after the hurricane wondering what to do with 16 cases of water. Yeah, that's true enough. We got one last week on the text line I never got to. My dog is an organic doorbell that's wrong 90% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. That's really good. I like that. Uh, let's see. Ah, on to uh, the big story of, was it Friday? I guess it was Friday. Uh, the Equifax meltdown. Stupidity. Uh, so I worked on freezing credit for my wife and, and me this weekend. Uh, it's Randy in beautiful San Jose, California. Equifax completed with no problem. Online, no cost. Equifax was waiving the $10, which is the least, quite literally, the least they can do. Uh, Experian wouldn't take either of our online applications, informed us we'd have to mail it in with two proofs of identity. Oh, my God. TransUnion TransUnion responded when I tried to do it there and said its website system was experiencing technical difficulties. Please try again later. 
Now, Judy must have jumped on it fairly early compared to the rest of humanity on Friday, and she was able to do it online with uh, relatives. She said TransUnion was a pain in the arse. Uh, but she got it done. Randy was was foiled two out of three. But so the two of the companies realized our entire business model is coming apart. Oh, we that's need, your, oh. We need to put the brakes on this. Conspiracy theory, huh? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, How hey, would you not have an emergency meeting of like the four most important people in your company and say, everybody's freezing their credit. We're going to go under. What do you, right. what should we do? Right. Shut down the lines. Shut down the lines and claim just, we're having trouble. Exactly. Don't forget about it by next week. Yeah. Which them, is true. Tell them to submit their application in writing with uh, with with a proof of of uh, identity. No, tell them two proofs of identity. <laughs> They'll never That'll do it. They'll cut out another 10% according to our algorithms. Well, yeah, because everybody will say I got a driver's license and I don't know what the other one What's would be. What's that? An electric <laughs> bill? But if anybody actually does get that stuff together and actually snail mails it in, write return to sender on it and send it back. <laughs> Make them try it again. Sons of bitches. Uh, oh, AI, I have details on those. Uh, uh, which one was it? The Equifax guys selling their stock. I'm going to break it down for you. Mm. Obvious what was going on. Okay. Unbelievable. And then Clint points out something that I think we heard before we went off the air Friday that, um, you know, I went on and I did in an exciting, groundbreaking live radio moment. I clicked in to see if I'd been affected by the hack. It said, yes, you have. Turns out, no matter what you filled in, you could put Trump. 6666 as your the last four digits of your social security number, and it would say you'd been affected. You could put nonsense in there mm. or whatever. Which then led you directly to the thing where you could sign up and waive your rights to sue them in a class action suit. Ah, exactly. Wow. Their so-called credit monitoring in which they said you can't sue us or participate in any suit, and uh, we won't do anything for wow. you. We'll just monitor it. And, you know, I don't know. You want to call us and ask us if it's okay? Maybe we'll tell you. Now, they changed some of those policies over the weekend because an absolute Hurricane Irma of poo went their way. Um, I like my idea from last week. I think Equifax and Wells Fargo needs to get together and come up with their own new company. We're here to screw you. (laughs) Flying around on Delta. We offer 14 different financial services, each one of them fraudulent. Wow. So, wow. That is amazing. Wow was right. And then this, I, I've been unawares of this, partly because I have a, a beautiful and capable wife who, who takes care of some of the logistics of the family, so I can unleash this on you poor people, this radio show. But anyway, I, I hadn't run into this yet. I apologize if I'm like 10 years behind. Uh, lovely note from Nancy in Reno, who's uh, been enjoying the show in that beautiful high-altitude city, America's biggest little city, or is it littlest big city? Biggest or funnest yep. big little city. <laughs> that one. That's the one. I like Reno. It's a fun town. It's a beautiful town. People just go to the strip and like the strip clubs and stuff like that. And, you know, a little seedy, a little bit. But every every city, has, you go where the river runs through it. It's absolutely beautiful. Shout out, Reno. So, uh, husband moved from California. So, she's at, she got to get her uh, Nevada driver's license because she moved from uh, uh, corrupt California. To escape the, uh, well, all the things that, that people escape in California. Oh, coming up, what percentage of Californians do not speak English at home? The number will shock you. All right. Anyway, so she moves, she goes to the DMV. There are 88 people ahead of her. Oof. Because if you're a <laughs> oh. new, new resident, you can't make an appointment. you got to just show oh, up. That's tiring. But they took 
the last four digits of her cell phone number, put it in the system, and she can text S for status updates, L if you have to leave temporarily, and you can check what your status is. So she read for a while, then decided to go get lunch, and then did a little shopping in local stores. Rather than actually stand in line for two hours, which is like living in the year 800. Or sitting there in the, the waiting room listening to ne'er-do-wells and half-wits loudly tell each other their life stories and everything that's happened to them over the last 72 hours. Right, she went about her business and finally... Uh, I got a text telling me it was time to return as I had only a few people ahead of me and I was up in about 15 minutes. It was great. And she went and did that. Everything that still includes waiting in a really long line in the modern world is just, come on. Oh, oh yeah. This is the softening of America. You got to sit there. You got to play the most boring bingo game ever. You got to deal with the guy with the wet cough sitting behind you. Oh, oh, yeah. That's part of it. That's why. You, that's how you learn bureaucracies are bad. Is a sick enough. Yeah, as a small government guy, I should, uh, I should not welcome changes to the DMV because that's always my best argument. And then apparently the uh, the bugs in Reno didn't agree with Nancy, and she got to funk and went to the urgent care. Same system. She just went on home because it was close by. About uh, almost an hour later, they said, yeah, we're getting cr- close to being ready for you. Zoomed back. There it was. Medical care waiting for. Now that is a step forward. Has anybody, dealt, uh, if, has anybody experienced this mm-hmm. system? I haven't either. No. That's fantastic. The system worked. Thank you, Janet. So who? Toad. Who is our new Miss America? Uh, Miss North Dakota. Miss North Dakota. Wow. Yeah, wow. First, first time the state's ever, they've never made it to the top five, and she took it home. Not the Great easy. Plains getting some, yeah. Now, I'd like to know if she moved from, like, Florida or Texas to North Dakota to compete in a pageant with not many people, because that happens. Carpetbagger. People do that. You just spend my that bikini ought to be made out of carpet. I would cons- you're a carpet bagger. That's what I would have yelled at I would consider at her. her a fraud then. But we have more Miss America contestants answering impossible questions. She which is- was born in Bismack, North Dakota. Bismarck? Bismarck, Bismarck, Bismarck. Is, is the capital. Bismarck, that's the one. Um, it's the state capital. Well, then, then she is homegrown organic Miss USA right there. Miss America, I'm sorry. That's impressive. Yeah, we have more of them answering impossible questions, which is always awesome. Shout out to Potland and Sacramento. <laughs> and of course, Los Angeles. <laughs> Shout out from Sean. Um, Marshall's News next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. There's some pretty interesting stuff to talk about today. You know, the, yeah, the hurricane. Most of the country's going to miss out on it because they're uh, still focused on yeah. Irma Gerd, which was what it was. But it's over now, and let's you know, these other things going on are important. A lot of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Uh, as Hurricane Irma was taking aim at Florida, the House went ahead and approved Hurricane Harvey disaster aid. And by Friday afternoon, President Trump had signed off on it. But the deal also included a three-month extension on raising the federal debt ceiling. That was a key provision that was negotiated by Democrats. And for a lot of Republicans, this serves as a, quote, troubling sign that the president is keener on reaching across the aisle than he is to work with his own party. That sparked a lot of talk over the weekend about how President Trump is upending the two-party system. Trump bucking Republican leaders to strike the deal with the Dems. 
Meanwhile, on 60 Minutes, former Trump chief strategist Steve Bannon, calling himself a street fighter, telling Charlie Rose he would wage war against the president's critics within the Republican Party. The Republican establishment is trying to nullify the 2016 election. That's a brutal fact we have to face. The Republican establishment. The Republican establishment. Wants to nullify the 2016 election. Trying to nullify the 2016 election. Right. Absolutely. Who? I think, I think Mitch McConnell and to a degree Paul Ryan. Bannon going on to say, You are attacking on many fronts people who you need to help you to get things done. They're not going to help you unless they're put on notice. They're going to be held accountable if they do not support the President of the United States. Right now, there's no accountability. They have totally, they do not support the president's program. It's an open secret on Capitol Hill. Everybody in the city knows it. We got more Bannon coming up yeah. uh, later. It was pretty interesting, including something he said in the not on the air portion that was news making. I don't know why they left that out. But um, what was I going to say? It's going to say something. Oh, yeah. The New York Times front page Sunday article right. about Trump is upending the presidency after 150 years of two party rule. That is exactly what a lot of Trump voters wanted. Exactly, and you know, I really enjoyed the uh, the Bannon interview in a lot of on a lot of different levels. Number one, I agree with him on a lot of stuff. Number two, when I thought he was full of crap, it was fun to see him pitching his crap as a professional crap pitcher and just to see his techniques. I mean, for instance, the idea that Republican senators and Congress people are obligated to agree with the president just because he's in their party is silly. And it's kind of the opposite of Bannon's overall message, which is Trump is overturning the traditional Republican thing mm-hmm. and all. It's a very traditional no- notion that you have to support your party, blah, blah, blah. So he was trying to get it both ways, but he's an advocate. He was litigating on behalf of Donald Trump, as he said. Well, Charlie Rose and the mainstream media are trying to have it both ways on the other side. Oh, of course. The president has to agree with his party. <clears throat> no, he doesn't. Right. He does not. And... Orange hair don't care. He does not. That's right. He does not care. I don't understand why more people haven't figured this out by now. That's how stuck in their ways well, they this, are. This could cause Republicans <laughs> to lose uh, lose races. He doesn't care. How do you not get that? He does not care. <laughs> it doesn't make any difference to him. Well, I'll tell you why they didn't have enough time for the interesting clip you're talking about. Is because, and once you become aware of this, it makes 60 minutes on. Watchable. Who's that old hag who did the second story? <laughs> the old hag. Uh, Leslie, Leslie Stahl. Stahl yeah. Right. She's a brilliant journalist. And actually, I got to give her props. She was up in the Arctic and then climbing down the ladder in the sail of a submarine, which is, it's like 35 feet, which is a high ladder. Was I don't she, remember the precise uh, figure, but it's... Was she still wearing her insanely short skirts for an old woman? No. No, she wasn't. So, But tip of the cap, that was some pretty rugged duty. Yeah. So way to go, Leslie. I'm sorry I called you an old man. Anyway, <laughs> but here's, here's, once you become aware of this, because she does yeah. it all the time yeah. to Charlie yeah. Ruth, it, it makes 60 Minutes Unwatchable because it features in every interview. The first voice you will hear is the guest. This is the most outrageous violation of EPA rules I've ever seen. It's the most outrageous violation of EPA rules you've ever seen. Yes, it's the most outrageous <laughs> EPA violation I have ever seen. Half of the interview is the questioner repeating the answer of the guy and then them saying, yeah, that's right, it's the most egregious. Oh, come that's on, we heard because, it the first time. That's because the average viewer is 84. No, and oh, to get through what did he say? <laughs> it's, 
The most egregious something. <laughs> oh, EPA violation. Oh. Turn up the volume. It's as loud as it will go. <laughs> And a leak of Apple software is revealing new details about the new iPhone models. The leak revealing the new premium iPhone will be called the iPhone X. Oh. Gotta, admit, gotta admit, that's a cool name. Yeah. But people, leak. They call it marketing. It's advertising. <laughs> a leak. Joe has always been big on this, on how people <laughs> love round numbers. So because it's 1000 bucks as opposed to 980 it's a, you know right. an earth-shattering moment. Sure. The cheaper models are going to be referred to as the iPhone 8 and the iPhone 8 Plus. The iPhone X is said to include wireless charging, facial recognition, an edge-to-edge display. Well, I'll tell you, wireless charging gets my attention. That'd be pretty handy. It's not going to have an edge-to-edge display for me because i got to put the idiot guard on it. The uh, wireless charging, of course, will almost certainly give you brain cancer. Oh, please. It's guaranteed. <laughs> it's, uh, from what I've seen of wireless charging, I don't know if they have something new yet, but it's not like something you can just have it in your pocket and it gets charged. It's normally like a mouse pad that you set your phone on top of yeah, that then charges. Okay. So it's not oh, a great to a thing. That's not much of a leap. It's though. not it's... the cord that angers me. Yeah. It's the having to set it over there. No, yeah, but of course, bastards. if you just carry it around in your pocket and it's but charging... It, well, yeah. then you get testicle of your, your ball yak as well. <laughs> or you can't get an erection anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know if they have something new, but from my understanding, that's where wireless charging is at this yeah, point. Okay, well, that's not quite what I was looking for. Uh, not a bad idea. We'll see how this play out of the whole... Oh, it's a 10, so you can... It's uh, like having a Mercedes. Yeah. It just it differentiates you on the socioeconomic scale, right? So you have the 10. So maybe they're trying to market it that way. The marketing leak comes as Apple's expected to officially launch the new iPhone X tomorrow. Oh, you've got an X. Oh, okay. Yes. I didn't know you were the X kind of person. I want to date you and have sex with you. Wow. See, Super. <laughs> Why, I never. <laughs> that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Beautiful. Oh man! So uh, what do we what do we want to do? Uh, we, well, oh, we got the Bannon stuff. We'll have some Bannon stuff for you a little later. Which oh, is the really Hillary good. interview. Hmm? Hillary out there flogging her embarrassing book that everyone is against. Yeah, I have not heard a single breathing Homo sapien say well, that's a good book, and I'm glad she wrote it. Not one. What? Somebody asked Bill or Chelsea. Maybe they liked it. I uh, got another Miss USA con- contestant answering a difficult question for you. Yes, Those please. are always good. Love it. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I do believe it's a bad decision. Once we reject that, thank you. Once we reject that, we take ourselves out of the negotiation table, and that's something that we really need to keep in mind. There is evidence that climate change is existing, so whether you believe it or not, we need to be at that table, and I think it's just a bad decision on behalf of the United States. Thank you. There you go, Miss North Dakota, answering the question at a bikini uh, contest (laughs) on uh, was U.S. leaving the Paris Climate Agreement a good idea or not. They wear evening gowns too, Jack. And you always have to go with the lefty answer. Of course. For the crowd to cheer. Right. Always. Um, If she had said, I'm not sure, the not enough data in for me to think we should change our economy drastically, since it also wouldn't have much of an effect. Boo! Stoner! Right! Stoner! Fascist! She's a witch! 
Sean, you had an interesting uh, flipping the coin, flipping the other side of something. Yeah, uh, I mean, admittedly, I didn't watch a ton of like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Universe bodybuilding competitions. <laughs> right. But were they asking them about, you know, various, what what is your plan to fix the tax code? Lou <laughs> Ferrigno, how would you end the Cold War? Uh, I would. Uh, <laughs> I would flex it into shape. I would show, I would show strength. Peace through strength. And then he hits another pose. Yes. And then the crowd starts screaming, ah, because they're so excited. Fantastic. Anyway, Miss North Dakota won the whole thing. She is now our Miss USA. So interesting piece in La Times uh, over the weekend about the uh, the desperate need for court interpreters in California. Now, in spite of the fact that you need to uh, speak English uh, as, to be a citizen of this country, which is a requirement that has been reduced to something of a joke, from what I understand, um, there it's are, the official language <laughs> of government in California, too. That is correct. Yeah, that has not been changed, though it is uh, widely ignored. Uh, at least 220 different languages are spoken in California. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. This, I didn't it, it know gets, there were 220 languages. It gets more amazing. 44% of residents speak a language other than English at home. That's not possible. Damn near half? Yeah. Wow. I assume the vast majority of that's Spanish. Um, that could be. Yeah, yeah, I would assume that's but true. That's incredible. Yeah. Seven million Californians say they really can't speak English well. Seven million. Now, but that forty four percent speaking language other than English at home, um that's that's amazing. Can we, anybody uh, name we're just not one society really? No, can anybody name a society that's successful with half the people speaking different language? I mean, where does that happen in the world? Well, you got Belgium, where they speak Flemish, French, and uh, Belgian. But do they all speak it? Or German. Uh, do, do they all speak what? Does the average Belgian speak a number of languages? They can no, converse? Or? No, and they have various dialects, too. But, of course, Belgium is a very pleasant but completely meaningless country. True. What I mean, about our a... uh, our neighbors to the north, Canada, with the American and French? Where they the have American. Kind of a... It's English. generally known as English. I, I call not American. to me, it's not. You know I agree. I, I switch sides. You're right. It's American. We don't spell shop with a PPE on the end. This is American. (laughs) Idiots. Anyway, well, that's two languages, Sean, not 220. So you're 218 short. Keep digging. Uh, On top of that, California's court system is the largest in the nation. California's court system is bigger than the entire federal court system. Isn't that crazy? Just finding enough in trained interpreters has proved daunting. The court's case, uh, the court's, I'm sorry, the so state's the court's argument, handle, The best what? argument your people's side can make, since you're pro all these different languages, is that Belgium does it. That's the best argument you, argument you can make. Some insignificant, makes North Dakota look like China. Well, I'm um, not arguing they, it at all. They, but, they have <clears throat> a few languages, so that's a good idea for America. Eight million cases a year. California has a language access plan two years into its enforcement phase p- to push courts to provide interpreters for all non-English speakers in all cases. Oh, we're out of time. Well, I mentioned I know a, uh, a particular parent whose kid is in a class where the teacher has to do everything twice, once in English and then stop and then program it into her phone to do it in Japanese for one kid. That's right. Who doesn't speak any That's English. That's beautiful. That's so great that they're accommodating the one person. How can you possibly think that's workable? Because I have a very soft head? More on this uh, interpreter thing. Some of these numbers will amaze you. Coming up. Yeah, we got some Steve Bannon on 60 Minutes last night. Brought up a lot of interesting stuff. Fits into the whole Trump movement. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.